Welcome to the Breakwater Podcast. My name is Samantha, the Drug-Free Communities Grant Coordinator for Breakwater, and I'm excited to share this episode of the podcast with you all because I am not the host. Michaela, a youth representative with the coalition, interviewed Kit and Emanuela. Kit and Emanuela were both involved with the Youth to Youth group out of Oshkosh West High School and worked on the Youth of Color report that came out last year. A lot of times we think of or refer to youth as the leaders of tomorrow. While this is great and it's important that we provide our youth with opportunity for growth and development, the Y2Y group also wants us to know that they are ready to start leading today. Experience, after all, is one of the best teachers available. I hope you enjoy this episode as much as I did. Up next are Michaela, Emanuela, and Kit. My name is Michaela Brewington, and I'm the youth representative for Breakwater. Today, I'm here with Kit and Emanuela. Kit, Emanuela, could you please introduce yourselves? Hello, my name is Kit Matsky, and I'm a sophomore at Colorado State University in Fort Collins, Colorado. I am studying biology with a minor in Spanish and a pre-health concentration, and I really hope to study dermatology. I was part of the Y2Y group at Oshkosh West from 2018 to 2019. Hi, my name is Manuela, and I am currently a senior at Prosper High School. I am going to pursue a degree in the medical field, particularly uh, neurology. I am 16. My preferred pronouns is she and her, and I was part of Y2Y during my sophomore year at Ostrich West High School. So you're both in the youth to youth members, and you cre- like helped create the Youth of Color report. So what is youth to youth? So Youth to Youth is basically an organization that actually stands for is you know Youth to Youth Advocates for Justice and that's the full name. And what we do is we advocate for justice, like it actually says. Uh, we believe that youth is the leaders of today and not for tomorrow. And we strive to incorporate the youth in making changes of today instead of you know waiting to train them for tomorrow. So yeah, as you say, we are part of the Youth of Color Reports and that's one of the other projects that we've done. We've also done many things like going to middle schools to teach the younger youth. That's another example. So that's basically what the club is about, just making change, focusing on the youth, and, you know, improving. We both did like big projects like the Youth of Color Report and like going into middle schools, like Emanuela said, but we also, took time to address issues that were happening like kind of like in real time so if something problematic was happening at the high school or in the community we were there as a group to maybe like stand out against it or in support of it or go to like protests or activities together so that we can make a difference. That's really great. Uh, Did you guys experience any hate or bullying from standing out from the crowd and being in this um, yeah, I mean, in a way, um, sometimes it was like more obvious for some of the group members than for others. It was really a, a different experience overall, but we did, like a lot of the group members did. Some was like through social media and 
in many ways it was actually from rejection from teachers and schools that they didn't want us to like you know actually bring our activities there i was just gonna add like emmanuela said some of us like directly received like hate um so i think there was one time that i said something about how i didn't like a certain group of people um cat calling girls in the parking lot um so it wasn't directly affiliated with the group um but basically like that whole group of people like started like posting things on social media about me like yelling at me in the hallways just like stuff like that but it was really great that youth to youth was there with me and they were like you're doing the right thing like they were supporting me they were speaking out with me and so that's just like one example yeah did you guys feel like it was more of a familial atmosphere or was it more of like a just strong friendship between the group um well it was like in a way some some like strong friendship because we are all like together experiencing you know pretty much everything like kate said because we had to like support her through that and in many ways they had to support us and we were all just growing together and we did in kind of way our social circles did like get really close and in many ways it did <laughs> we actually made a group of friends that we could actually trust but i think that's something that's essential if you have to make a group like that because it's really important to have people that you trust around unless you wouldn't be able unless you wouldn't be able to like open up and actually speak the, your truth and you know share your beliefs with people that you know might actually be your bullies you know it's just something that's essential for that kind of project to succeed did you guys have any advertising or social media that kind of reached out to the community about who and what you guys were sort of um we had t-shirts definitely and um fit oshkosh which was kind of like our parent organization did a lot of advertising for our group through their like newsletters and like through their events that they shared we were in very close contact with organizations in the community, such as the Christine Ann Center, which is a home for women and children who have been abused. And they also do a ton of other great stuff within the community. We are in close contact with them and different like domestic or domestic abuse organizations, mental health organizations. So by being close with them, they also gave us other opportunities to help with their organizations and in other aspects in the community. What was something that really surprised you as you entered this project and continued on through the years? One thing that surprised me was adults in general are really hesitant to actually believing that youths are actually like I don't know how to explain this because it's really, it really surprises me. But like they are really hesitant to believing that youth actually has something to say because for some reason they do not acknowledge that we have our own struggles and we live in this world the same way they do. And in many ways the haze that is passing from generation to generation is also affecting our daily lives. And uh, it was really a struggle for us to convince many people that okay this is the youth we have a we have a voice it wasn't even what we were saying It's because of the fact oh they are so young they can't possibly know what they are saying and you know it was very surprising because to me i would say okay this is common sense you know everybody lives in the same society everybody has the same experiences maybe not the same very diverse experiences is not the same 
so basically i would think that that makes you like you know qualified to tell your own story but a lot of adults don't believe that and that that was really surprising i definitely agree with what emanuela said it was very difficult to get some adults to talk to us but we were very very fortunate to work with some adults who did really really believe us and valued our voices such as marika van ruyen who founded our group um she is like one of my like personal role models um she's one of the most incredible human beings i've ever met um but one thing that she does really really well is listens to is she listens to every single person no matter their age or anything and values what they're saying always yeah like she she was really amazing in like you know making our voice heard our team meetings was basically the she she would never ever ever interfere in our plans it was her sitting there you know having the permission slips and everything and she would <laughs> she would talk to us and she'd be like oh do you guys have any ideas for today and we would discuss as a group without her you know interfering with our discussion and she only interfered when we asked her a question like okay we need to know this how do we know this and she actually like brings us books and articles to educate ourselves she was really awesome in that way yeah just having one adult or role model can really go a long way what was your biggest takeaway from your involvement in this project so one thing that doing uh, the Youth of Color project, it really helped me realize that systemic racism occurs in every single community. No matter how great you might think your community is doing, there are there's a 100% chance that there are serious problems that are going on. And so I am, I'm a white person and I have a lot of privilege in that way. And it's really important for us white people to actively listen and actively learn from people of color and especially youth of color about what is going on in our communities rather than making those decisions for ourselves. So I was definitely ignorant about the problems that were going on, but doing this project really, really helped me listen to the experiences of other people. And that's definitely helped me grow as a person and as like a social justice activist for me it was just that i'm part of the demographic and i have these experiences every single day and to a lot of people it might seem you know this is not happening but to me it's like it is and sometimes it's it's really normal to me to the point where I, I'm like, okay, I'm just exaggerating the situation. But you know, like the fact that I have to think that's normal is like ridiculous. And uh, I also feel lucky. I feel lucky that I have people that support me. I feel lucky that I'm in a, in a positive environment to the point where I can advocate for my beliefs and speak up for others and even get the opportunity to get the opportunity to teach others younger than me and you know to put something as great of color reports out there um you know for other kids that are not like they don't have the same advantage as me even if i'm african-american the same way they are they may end up in the wrong side of the road and uh, it's something that a lot of people don't realize. It's not about the kids being bad. It's about the fact that they are not given the resources and the 
neglected in a lot and they just don't know they just don't know how to be right because you are not giving them resources you are giving them a lot of discrimination a lot of hate a lot of injustice and then how do you expect them to be able to succeed or do something better we have to learn how to build positive environments for our youth we have to learn how to listen to our youth and not just say oh my god they need to go to jail because they don't they just need somebody to teach them they need a role model that's what they need and i feel really lucky that i have those role models and i have a positive family and i have a, a positive group that's around me because with this with all the things that we experience every day i don't see how i would have done that how i've been the person i am without those things that was so great. Oh my goodness, that was such great points. I'm so proud of you. Uh, so if you were to give one piece of advice or just anything you could tell someone who wants to make change and be an activist in their community, what would that be? You know, it's like kind of, you know, give, give it a chance, you know. Um, for my experience, I was kind of hesitant. I, I remember I didn't actually <laughs> decide to join the group to like, I believe September. <laughs> and this was like a summer break thing. This was before I left summer break in June. And I was like, oh, do you want to do this? And I'm like, yeah, it sounds like a good idea, but there's no way it's going to be a great idea. Like I, I actually was really doubting that this was a good group. I was really like, one leg in, one leg out, and I was like, there's no way this is going to be great with a lot of, um, I was really resistant because it was a lot of white kids, it was K and it was a lot of other students. And I believe it was, you know, it was a very diverse environment. And I didn't see how they were able to, how they were able to, you know, how the other white kids in the organization were, were going to be able to actually let us speak instead of overpowering us. And I know that's something that I'm actually, I actually really like it for because she actually learned how to do that. And, you know, with how they learn, it makes it a, a really good environment and it actually worked out great. And I just think this is how it should go. We sh you should listen, you should let us talk and then you could help us advocate. Definitely what Emanuela said. I, I still struggle with this, so I'm not perfect, but I definitely have had and have a problem with talking a lot. And in some situations, that's great. But in other situations, my voice as a very white, very privileged person is not the most important voice in that space. And so with the grace and the patience of people in the group, such as Emanuela, I was able to learn and I was able to grow. And I'm still working on it, of course. But I think it's all part of my advice that I would give others is be willing to make mistakes, but be willing to grow from those mistakes. So acknowledging that you messed up is really great, but then understanding why you messed up, how you messed up, and what you can do better in the future is going to help you grow as a person, grow as an activist, and grow as a member of your community. Yeah, so basically the biggest um, advice I would give is like, you know, go for it, even if you're, you know, doubting that it will work, you know, give it a try, go to some meetings and see how it will work. And if you don't like it, you always, 
you can always feel free to walk away. You can gain a group of friends or you can gain a really group of, <laughs> of family in a way that will help you in a lot of ways. So, you know, just give it a try. Either way, it's not going to be a bad idea. How can being involved help prevent youth from trying alcohol or other substances? Okay, so it just kind of goes back to my experience. It's like being involved really helps because it brings a positive environment and not just the positive environment. I think being involved also gives you the idea that, okay, there's nothing wrong with you. And this is just something that happens as a result of your environment. Because I believe that a lot of youths are in a state where they don't actually realize that, you know, as a result of what's going on around them, they are negatively affected. They get used to things like this. And when you are in a positive environment, you understand that this is something I'm supposed to be walking away from, not walking towards. We try to address issues all around um, the wheel of healthy relationships and health, healthy communities. And these involve like tons of different things. And one of those big things is having equitable communities with equal access for all people. And definitely um, cases of alcoholism and drug abuse definitely spike in areas of poverty or areas of serious serious inequitable uh, institutions and communities. And I think that just like as a start, us going out and talking about these problems and hopefully trying to fix these issues in our communities. And hopefully with that will also come uh, lower rates of drug abuse and um, alcoholism. So did you guys have anything else that you wanted to add on that you think people should know or experience or anything like that? Uh, one quote or phrase that um, Marika, the uh, founder of our group, uh, shared with me was, love thy neighbor, no exceptions. And I kind of, I kind of try to like live by this. It might sound cheesy, but I try to live by that. Just, I think loving others completely is part of creating equitable environments and creating happy people in our communities. So I just think that we could all use a lot more love right now. So give all the love that you can. Yeah, especially during this time. There's a there's a Martin Luther King Jr. quote that's like really similar to what you're talking about. I don't know. I don't remember what it is, but it's something like hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. Yes. Did you have anything else you'd like to add, Emmanuel? Yeah. Um. On the lines of like loving each other is like keep in mind that like the people are not necessarily a problem, and to like look beyond what is and actually like try to discover that there's a real situation that's behind every action. I think that's a great piece of advice. Thank you guys for coming. I really appreciate you taking time out of your days. And it was really great meeting the both of you. You're both great young women. We're going to go big places. Yeah, thank you so much, Michaela. Yeah, thank you for having us.